supposed to be having a What's going on, Spurs Nation? We have a great show for you today. Got our OOC partner, Harrison Murphy, our local draft expert guru, if you will, hanging out with us. And um, he's going to be doing the very first 1.0 mock draft uh, you know, of this channel for this season. I'm pretty sure we're going to do a bunch of them. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So that's what we got going on. We're going to do the whole lottery picks 1 through 14. Um, we got together and we pulled maybe around 17 of the top players that we thought should be on the board, and then we're going to go ahead and do a mock draft with that. But before we do that, I just want to let you guys know that we're chipping away at these summer goals. I think I crossed 1,500 subscribers the other night, so thank you so much. Um, uh, uh, YouTube, really appreciate you guys. We're trying to get to 2,000 by August 7th, so really appreciate you guys hanging out. And then when you become a member of the Patreon, the link is in the description below. You get perks, first off. First, you get um behind the scenes access you get to vote on stuff you get discounts you get to um, submit questions for the show and eventually i'm going to be taking patreon questions and turning it into its own show on youtube so if you want those answered and giving you the shout out and all that stuff uh, appreciate that go become a member but when you become a member a couple of good things happen too first off you're going to get a random spurs gift appreciation gift from me to you in the mail so i'm going to send that out to you we're going to link up on patreon i'll get your address i'm going to ship that out to you just a way of saying thank you from spurs film room to you also you get entered into our giveaway that we have going until august 7th as well the the day that we're going to kind of set these goals for um at the end of august 7th we're going to be announcing a patreon winner um this is a patreon exclusive giveaway uh, we have Valley Artist 66. Look him up on YouTube. He's going to be doing a custom Spurs painting um, for my Patreon members. And actually, this is going to be a, a a thing that, you know, hopefully everything goes well. And I'm going to be doing um, a painting from uh, Valley Artist 66, a giveaway for you guys, at least every few months. Right. So um, go ahead. Check out the link in the description below. Become a member of the Patreon. All right, guys. So it's time to do our first mock draft of the season. Let's get into it. Two, one, zero, and liftoff. Hey, isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta? Watch this. going on my international friends my international amigos of spurs nation if you like spurs film room breakdowns if you like spurs content you're in the right place with me today harrison murphy from san antonio spurs talk and fellow partner over there at order on the court make sure to subscribe to that channel as well um what's going on harrison nothing much man i'm excited now we actually have a draft order we can talk all this stuff it's like my favorite time of year other than having the spurs in the playoffs there's there's still about a month to go until the draft. So we got plenty of time to dissect into you know what's going to happen. We're, we're going to be playing this thing day by, day by day, meaning like there's going to be trades, I'm sure, and swaps and this and that that are going to happen. But you know, for this mock draft, the 1.0 mock draft, we're going to use the order that is given to us that happened last night in the lottery. If you want to see our reactions to last night's lottery, um, go ahead and head over to order on the court. We had a watch party over there. Okay, so in our mock draft, I'm going to go first. I'm going to be on the left-hand side. Then you got Harrison over here on the right-hand side. He's going to be going second. So he's going to get the evens. I'm going to get the odds. All right, but Harrison, I have to ask you a, a question, my friend. What's up? We represent the same team on a couple of these picks. Orlando, I got five, at five. You got Orlando at eight. So I think we should talk about you know what we should be doing with these two picks. Oh, hell yeah. I'm done with that. And, and, done with that. and same thing for Golden State at seven and 14. And we'll be looking at who's left on the board at that point, and then we'll uh, we'll go ahead and see what's up. Now, the obvious thing for Detroit, obviously, is to go ahead and take the best player in this draft and just to select Cade Cunningham. Last night, I was wondering, like, okay, well, well they drafted, you know, Killian Hayes last year. He's a ball-dominant point guard. He's like a, 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 a true point guard. Um, Killian Hayes is he's a little undersized. And then you have this oversized, you know, dominant ball dominant point guard. And there's a little bit of questioning in my mind thinking, 
is it going to work? But then all that gets thrown out the window. And I, and I think I, it shouldn't even matter. It shouldn't even matter if those two guys work or not. He is the going to, he is going to be obviously number one pick um, over seven or whatever Killian Hayes was last year. He is going to be the focal point of this franchise. And I think that Killian Hayes is a smart enough player. That's where his IQ comes in. I think he's going to be a smart enough player to play with Cade Cunningham. Do you got any uh, thoughts on, on Cade to Detroit? Man, I mean, you said it right there. I mean, this is a generational talent. You don't overthink that. You don't get cute trying to pick your fit there. You pick the generation talent, and then you make him fit somewhere. <laughs> and, you know, if things don't fit around him, you can always fiddle with rotations and the rosters later. Um, but you don't get the chance to pick number one in the draft that often. That That's the pick right there. So you get you – get- Cade Cunningham this year. Last year, you walk away with Killian Hayes and Sadiq Bay, who played a lot this season. He might have even started games. Dude, I just want to say, I had Sadiq Bay. I wanted the Spurs to take him at 11. I'm fine yeah. with Devin Vassell. Love Devin Vassell. But I got flamed for that. And then he went 19th, and people were like, see? And then he made first team all rookie. So, yeah, yeah he, he's good. He, <laughs> I like he, got, he got a dump truck of minutes dumped on him because there was – so much going on in Detroit, players moving in and out of the club, um, injuries, a lot of resting of the veterans. You can tell Detroit was like about tanking this season. And in lieu of that, you know, Sadiq Bay got a lot of run and he did very well. All right, so let's go back to see who is on the board here. Harrison, you're drafting for the Houston Rockets. Um, first off, is is there any is there any direction point right now for Houston at this current moment? Like, is is there any player on the team that's going to be like, okay, this is the guy we're going to, or is it just like a total total from scratch recipe that they're going to try to build with this number two pick? I think it's just a toss up. I don't see John Wall being there like long term. Yeah. Um, I could see them trying to deal him mid season if they could with his yeah. contract. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you got a promising guy in Christian Wood. You have a couple rookies that overachieved uh jay sean tate looked really good with them he tore us up in those games yeah. good god um yeah. but they had a couple pieces that looked good um and i was torn on this pick yeah because i just i wasn't sure what direction they wanted to go um yeah. to me there's two clear-cut options here um i'm gonna go with this one with the same philosophy on number two that you don't overthink it with position. Uh I'm going to say the Rockets take Evan Mobley. Um, Evan Mobley. Yeah. It's very close between him and Jalen green for me. And I don't think Jalen green would be a bad pick there. Um, And you know, they've already got wood at the center, but I just think right here for my first mock draft of the off season, I'm not going to overthink it. I'm going to take the best talent available because Houston needs all they can get right now. Yeah, Christian Wood is good. We all know Christian Wood is good. And Tayshon, is it Tayshon? Jay Sean. Jay Sean Tate. He is like a dog. But at the same time, I think he overperformed. I I don't think he's any part of like your rebuild plan. You're just just lucky that somebody came out to perform. And I think that was Jay Sean Tate. And good for him made a name for himself when he got the opportunity. He didn't shy away from it. And he was a bulldog, bro. So Kevin Porter um, Jr., man, too. I forget him because he came in so late in the season. But, I mean, there's your starting shooting guard right there. That's right. That's right. If there's anyone to build around on that team, it's it's him. But do you do that if you're Houston? Do you take that risk on, on Kevin Porter Jr.? I'm not sure. I think you do it. I'd rather do it on Evan Mobley. You get a backup plan for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, man. Okay, so the Houston Rockets, who knows what they're, you know, up to. All right, so we got the first two players off. I'm going to be selecting for Cleveland. Now, you know, Cleveland's in a in a in an interesting position. They got Sexton, they have Garland, who I think are their one-two punch and I think it's a great one-two punch. I I don't think you need to go soul, soul searching for another guard. So if I'm if I'm Cleveland here, I'm going to turn down Suggs. I'm going to turn down Jalen Green, right? And those are probably the next two best players on the board. Mm-hmm. And I know last year we went ahead and drafted, um, shoot, man, Isaac Okoro, right? Isaac Okoro, yeah. man, we loved him too. And he is a slasher type guard and all that stuff as well. And he fits the mold of that team. And I think if I'm going to go for fit, because that's what I think Cleveland's going to do. I don't think they're going to do best player available. Um, I don't think they would put in Jalen Green and, 
and kind of maybe add some competition to those other two guys? I mean, I think competition's good, but if you're trying to build around those other two guards, I think you go ahead and jump the gun and you take Scotty Barnes at number three. I think oh, you take I a I think you take a guy who's gonna impact your team day one. Doesn't matter how smart of a player he is, doesn't matter how great of a shooter he is. He just kind of like Isaac Okoro last year, except you know, he gives them even more length and athleticism, man. I feel like so. Um, and he's a hell of a player. So Scotty, Scotty Barnes, man, he's he's gonna go ahead and and make the jump here and he's gonna go to Cleveland. Any thoughts on that? I mean, I, I like that idea. I know one thing that Cleveland is like aggressively pursuing trading the pick. Um, because like you said, they have an abundance of guards that they think they have at the same skill level as what's available, and they don't know if they want to pick some guy that high. But I, I think that's a, a good pick. Scotty Barnes is very undervalued in this draft, and one thing I like about him is he's big enough that he can do like Kyle Anderson and kind of play a power forward while also taking a ball handling role at times. Yeah. And I think he fits with that team they have right now. Yeah. I like the attitude um, matchup, you know, like when I see tape of Scotty, man, he's ruthless out there on the court. And so is Sexton bro. Like Sexton is, is a hound. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I like the fit with the team, honestly. Um, and, and let me tell you what, Scotty Barnes might be the most NBA ready player out of like the top seven. I just, I like, he, I think he's, he's the, really he, good. he's the, like the most sure bet. I think a lot of other guys have upside way more upside. Right. And maybe are more skilled in certain areas, but I think Scotty Barnes is going to be like a guarantee. You can't miss great NBA player for a long time. So I think Cleveland goes and snags him there. All right. So moving on to, the the team that you know the little bit of Cinderella magic happened to the Toronto Raptors last night. They were able to jump up into the top four. So if you're looking at the players that are on the board right now, talk to me, Harrison. If you're Toronto, so I know right now it looks like Toronto is good on point guards, but you also have to think that they might just hit the reset button, and it might have been Kyle Lowry's last season in Toronto. I mean, they were looking at trading him. At the deadline, trades fell through. Um, mm-hmm. Clearly, he was a fantastic player, but what they're doing yeah. isn't working, and it's time to restart. And for my restart there, um, I think uh, there's two guys that stand out on the board for me, um, mm-hmm. but I think you got to take uh, the the better overall talent. I'd take Jalen Green right here if I were Jalen Green. Oh, okay, almost caught yeah, me, man. I, mean, I was going guy. up here. I was going up there. All right, yeah, no. <laughs> there's the two Jalen's. It gets confusing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like Jalen Suggs there, but I also think that um, you know, Jalen Green can just be that ball dominant scorer that they need yeah. right in there. I mean, they've got um, uh, what's his name, Siakam up there you've got uh fred van vliet who they just paid who can handle the ball and can handle those starting point guard duties this guy's a bona fide score right there he kind of reminds of of kobe back in the day a little bit i mean that's just i think that's a match made in heaven right there jalen suggs is a close second but i think you gotta go with green there so they also got gary trent jr right and he, like yeah, towards the towards to make bank. <laughs> yes, because at the end of the season he showed out, man. Um so I like it. I, I don't think you can go wrong with taking with getting a guy that can score, right? Because yeah, if you're gonna talk about Fred Van Vliet and um Siakam, I think both of those guys really can't create their own shots. I mean, Fred Van Vliet can shoot the ball, right? So as long as he can get it off, you know, he's gonna get some some buckets. But when it comes to like crunch time, create your own shot, just give him the ball. Um, Jalen Green has a lot of upside in that department, probably more than anyone else in this draft. Mm-hmm. So I like it. I like it for Toronto. I think it's a safe pick. All right. So let's keep it moving. Actually, right now we're going to take a quick break. And then when we get back, we're going to take care of picks five through eight. We'll be right back. Guys, just want to let you know that when you drop a tip, just like Sean Kelly did in the chat, appreciate you, Sean Kelly. It goes a long way to help the show. If you want to attach a question or a comment about this draft or about the Spurs, we'll go ahead and answer it right here on screen. The tip jar link is in the description below, 
or you can use the YouTube Super Chat. So just want to let you guys know that those links are there for you as well. If you want to look for some awesome official Spurs gear, guys, there's no better shop out there than Fanatics. Don't, I mean, to be honest, if you go to the NBA store, you order some stuff, the, the shipping is going to give you a headache, right? Something that Fanatics is great at is that they get the product to you on time. And that's something that, that I think they're the best at, at all these online markets that sell official Spurs gear. Also check out Rally House. They have a lot of cool stuff going on as well, guys. If you're going to go to an upcoming baseball game, a football game, a concert, do yourself a favor, match your tickets to ticketdistributors.com. The link is in the description below. Compare prices. See what's up, all right? See um, if they can beat or get a better seat for you at a better price before you purchase those tickets. So I appreciate you, Sean Kelly, again for this tip. Uh, again, everybody else, the tip uh, jar link is in the description below. Okay, let's get back to the draft. What to do, what to do if you're the Orlando Magic. All right, right now we're sitting at pick five and pick eight. Now, if I'm not mistaken, they don't have a head coach right now. And um, I think your best player is maybe your boy, right? You think Cole? Cole Anthony, yeah. I mean, he had a, he had a couple of really good games down there at the, at the end of the season. Wendell um, Carter did all right at the end of the season, too. Um, yes, yes, he did. Chicago trade. But uh, so 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 here's here's my question, Harrison. Is Cole Anthony going to be the face of our franchise or do we really need to like raise our stock here with these two picks? You know, so, you know, we have Jalen Suggs still on the board. Are we going to go with best talent available and bring him in to compliment Cole Anthony? Or are we going to go with a guy like. Like Jonathan Kuminga, who brings a lot of upside at a, at a different position. What do you think? See, I think with Suggs falling down to pick five, you just got to take him. I mean, I Cole so, did too. a lot of what he did off the bench last year. I mean, they were starting Marco Foltz for a while. Yeah. Um, and one thing about Cole that was nice is uh, on that bench unit, he got the matchups that he likes so he could be a little looser with the ball and didn't have to tighten up as much. Mm-hmm. And being kind of a slasher scorer, that helped him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um Markel Fultz is injured now. I don't know when he's coming back, but mm-hmm. I think these are two guys you could feasibly play next to each other in Cole and Suggs, uh, namely because Cole can shoot off the catch and the dribble uh, and Suggs can also create for himself and they both share the ball. So I think you can uh, play them next to each other. And Greg brings up a good point. They have RJ Hampton as well. Who's kind of yeah, a bigger right. shooting guard. Um, I think you look to take Suggs and then you look at possible trade options for one of the other guards there. I mean, that's, that's a big talent to pass up right there. If I'm Orlando, I love, I love the winning attitude and winningness about him competitiveness about him. And I I think that's a good building block to start off and he's the best player left available on the board. So we're going to go ahead and agree on that one. And we're going to go ahead and go ahead and take the best player we can right here at Jalen Suggs at number five. All right. So Harrison, you're at number six. The OKC Thunder, who were one of the teams that were supposed to get a top four pick, they actually end up with the number six pick. Um, what are you going to do? Easy decision right there. One of the glaring needs in OKC is their small forward spot. I mean, they've got Shea. They drafted a couple bigs last year. They've got their shooting guard set. They've got Darius Garland at their power forward. Take Jonathan Kuminga, call it a day. Give Shea another lob target someone that can get out and transition with them. I think that's the pick right there. I think it's a perfect fit for a team like OKC. Um, he's going to have more opportunity to develop. They're not going to expect be expected to make the playoffs anytime soon. So a guy like him who has a lot of upside, athleticism, great transition um, impact in the game, can learn and play with Shea. And I like them two guys on the floor together with uh, some of the other young pieces in this draft. So I, that's a good pick. I like it. All right, Harrison, here we go again. We're going to combo on Golden State. Now, a different situation for Golden State than the Orlando Magic. Everyone that's watching right now, I appreciate you all hanging out. Please smash that like button down below if you're liking this episode. Leave a comment in the descri- uh, down below or in the live chat. Let me know where you're from. I like to know where Spurs Nation, you know, where, where I'm talking to in Spurs Nation because we are an international uh, band 
of misfits. Yes, we are. Um, all right, so we got Golden State with two picks here at 14 and seven. You know, I think we both think that there might be some trade talk involved in trying to get one of these picks off off of their off of them, and they're going to trade it. You know, maybe for a superstar to put around Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, yeah. or some, add some type of veteran leadership to the team. But since that's not official, nothing like that has been done. I think they need a guy that's going to help them right now, and I like them. I like two people here right now for for Golden State. Same. Okay, so you tell me if I mean I, I don't know where we're at. We got to talk about this. For I like. Let me tell you my first two really quick. Go for it. There are these two guys right here in the middle: Don, okay. uh, uh, Davion Mitchell, and also some perimeter defense. I don't think you're going to be asking Steph. And I know they have a lot of defense on their roster, but that's pretty much all they had around Steph this year <laughs> was was a bunch of guys who could defend and not really play yeah. that much <laughs> of basketball. Um, but uh, shoot, man, Johnson. Keon Johnson and uh, Davion Mitchell are the two that are kind of on my radar right now. I'm going to go ahead and select Davion Mitchell because he's coming off this championship run. I think he's a guy that can impact the team day one. No, I, I completely agreed. I was going to say I was between Davion Mitchell and James Boonight as a little bit of a reach Yeah, um, up there because, like you said, they're starting five set. I mean, they're going to have Curry, Clay. Wiggins, Dre, and Wiseman in there. They're looking yeah. to bring in vets, but they don't have anybody that can really play, make, and score off the bench at a high level. Mm-hmm. And I think getting a guy like that to come in and replace Steph, give him a reprieve, really, yeah. really helps. I, I agree. I agree, Harrison. So we're on the same page right there with Davion Mitchell. All right, you're on the clock now. We just took Jalen Suggs at number five. We have another pick to make right here at number eight for the Orlando Magic. Out of all the guys who are on the board, Harrison, who are we going to add to this puzzle of young players? And, hey, I know Becky Hammond was was interviewing for this job too. So if, if we're going to get like a re, if, even if it's not Becky, if they're going to have like a rebuild type of year and young coach and all that stuff, who is going to help you guys help the Orlando Magic this year? Sorry, Harrison. So we already talked about getting like another guard tandem like that. Um, now I think they need somebody – shooting guard slash small forward. Uh, They need some defense on that team. They need some shooting. And one guy sticks out as a perfect fit there, and that's Moses Moody. No. Um, Especially if Becky Hammond ends up there. That's a great player for her to coach. Um, That's a guy who can pour in the points. His footwork on defense is impeccable. It is amazing. Um, He's got a nice jump shot, just a good feel for the game. I think he's a really good pair next to Jalen Suggs since we drafted him earlier. Solid. I think if you're walking home, if you're the Orlando Magic and you're walking home with Moses Moody and Jalen Suggs, man, you tap yourself on the back and you say, hey, man, we got two guys that can play and that are probably going to be around for a long time. And they don't have – I don't think either of these guys – it's crazy because Suggs, he's like the man. But he, he doesn't have an ego. And I think a guy like Moses Moody is going to come in and, and put his head down and work as well. So I think adding them to a bunch of other young guys is going to be a good thing. They're only going to make the team better. I like it, Harrison. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Good job. Good job. All right. We got like under – under underrated Spurs rival here the Sacramento Kings <laughs> we don't have a rivalry with rivalry with them for any reason that's important like playoff rivalry or whatever moments we, we, we just can, always we, have good games <laughs> yeah 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 we just have good games and then they always pick up our scraps they pick up Chemezi me too um I I think I bet you anything Quindary gets an offer from them I'm, I don't know but I bet you he does because they just Corey like Joseph <laughs> Corey Joseph, bro, everyone's been there. Everyone's been through Sacramento. And um, they finally wisened up this past year. And I think last year they drafted the best player available. They used to always try – when Vlade Divac was there, they always try to go after this big European guy, whoever the big European guy was in the draft. Um, so, like, if Vlade Divac was here, he'd probably be looking at, at drafting Alfred Shangun. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's 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 what I think, but I, I don't think that's what they're about anymore. I think they're about best player available. And you know, let's look at this board here, man. We got 
if I'm Sacramento, I'm liking Keon Johnson. I'm liking uh, Kai Jones. And I'm liking our guy here, uh, Zyra Williams, right? If I'm, I'm liking yep. these, I'm liking these three guys. So I'm going to go ahead and take Keon Johnson because I feel he's the most ready yeah. defensive player guy right now who's going to come in and defend at a high level. And, you know, you, you place him next to a Tyrese Halliburton. Those two guys, I think, feel like the IQ between those two guys is going to be something special. So I, I like Keon here at number nine for Sacramento. Man, and I tell you, two hours ago, he mm-hmm. broke a 20-year record for vertical leap at the combine. He jumped 48 inches in the air. Can you believe that? That's no four way. feet. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a target for Deer and Fox right there. They they're looking at trying to get him to stay instead of requesting a trade. Fox and Halliburton, there's your guy right there on the fast break. Bro, probably one of the better two-way players in this draft. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah, he's I really like his game. Um, I'm trying to think of like who he reminds me. He's, he's very similar to Jalen Brown when I think of it. Or like uh uh crap, I can't think of his last name all of a sudden. Um played for the play? Suns and the Mavs. Um The Suns and the Mavs. Uh Sean, what's his name? Sean Marion. Like Sean Marion, oh, Sean Marion. Better yeah. shooting skills. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's quick, he's big, he's defensive. I think that's a perfect pick right there. Yeah, man. And he has some amazing highlights like jams bro like he'll go up he has like you said he had a he has a 48 inch vertical man jesus christ um so sacramento if they're smart right now in the draft if this is the way it shakes down i see them taking keon johnson all right big question here another team without a coach um we got zion williams there um lonzo ball might be on the way out you never know he's 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 a free agent um, if I were New Orleans, I'd try to keep him for sure. He has a great connection with Zion. Um, but then other than that, man, I mean, you know, you got you got Brandon Ingram, you got a couple other guys, but I think you can definitely use this pick to help your team this year. Yeah. So at, at number 10, on who do you like? One, I'm going to go with, a, I guess it may be a little of a reach. This guy's, a, it's a little of an unknown here, um, but – I'm going to say at 10 that they have to prepare for if ball leaves uh, Mm because then they have a bunch of ball dominant guys and they need someone who can play make while still bringing in some size and some defense and some quickness to their transition game. And I Mm -hmm. think they take Josh Giddy. There's a big point guard who can replace Mm -hmm. Lonzo ball. Who's kind of built from the same mold as his younger brother, LaMelo a little bit. Yeah. Um, Really good passing IQ, just fantastic understanding of offensive basketball, solid mm-hmm. defender too. I mean, Zion likes to operate off ball for those easy lobs. Now you've got a guy that can still get him that ball and can get out of the way if he needs it in the post. I think that's probably the most important thing right now for for them. Do they need to add athleticism? No. Do they need to add shooting? Maybe. Um, do they need to add 3 and D guys? Not not really. Um but they do need a player that's going to come in here and connect with their best player. And I think, he, like you said, man, the playmaking ability that he can bring to the table is is off the charts. And that's why I like him for San Antonio, too, if he ends up you know, slipping down a couple more picks. Um, but I like it. Good job. I like Josh Giddy. All right, so let's see. Who is left on the board for Charlotte at number 11? The Charlotte Hornets, man, um, almost made the playoffs. Were probably one of the most exciting teams to watch this season. Highlight factory, you know, with with the Mellow Ball and is it uh, Bridges or who is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges, bro. Those two guys are a connection, man. And um, Terry Rozier was their stud. I mean, no one talks about him, but he was the guy that they that they put that team's. Uh, they put the team on Terry Rozier's back, bro, this season, man. Um, he's a hell of a scorer. So if I'm looking at this team, let me see who's on the board. We got Corey Crispert or Kispert. We got uh, Kai Jones, Usman Garuba, another shooter in Wagner. Um, we got home, uh, we got homie right here. Uh, shoot. What's Boot the name? Knight. Harrison. Boot Knight. James Boot Knight. <laughs> James Boot Knight. Um, 
our guy from Stanford, Zaire Williams, and then we have Alperin Shangun. Okay, so if these are my best players available with the team constructed right now, we have we have Gordon Hayward still under contract. Um, I'm gonna look for upside. I'm gonna look for upside. So I'm gonna go ahead and take Kai Jones. I would have done so, the same. So, someone that doesn't need the ball and can have a high impact on the game when he's on the floor with LaMelo and, and or anyone else on the team. Just He's going to come in and do a lot of dirty work. He's a great spot shooter in the corners. You, you, can, go, you can go ahead and put him in the corner, and he'll knock it down, that three ball. Um, and he's a, he's a beast, man, athletically. Um, a lot of people love him here uh, for San Antonio as well. Any thoughts on this one? Uh, I think it makes sense. I mean, they've made a made a game out of um, PJ Washington being kind of an undersized big there. Um, mm-hmm. They're looking for some more defense and a similar thing, and I think he can be that for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had a lot of turnover there, and importantly, uh, you hear Charlotte involved in these trade rumors for like Miles Turner from Indiana. Um, and if they get him, we've said Kai Jones might be a year or two away from really being there. But instead of sending him to the G League, now they can have him as a backup in limited minutes behind PJ and Miles if that trade goes through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you get to develop him and get him some actual playing experience. I think that's a good pick right there. I love it. I can't wait to see them on the break together, man. Like all those guys together w- with this cat right here. Um, all right. So before Harrison, you know. Picks for the Spurs, what everybody's been waiting for here, probably. These are the best players available right now in our eyes. So before we do that, we're going to take another quick break, and then we'll get right back to it. Thank you guys for hanging out on this show. We're going to take a quick break to remind you to hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell so you know when this channel goes live. We look to go live every Mondays and Wednesday and have some content for you out on Friday as well. Subscribe to this channel. Let me know in the comments where you're watching from. I like to understand exactly where we are talking to, who we're talking to here in Spurs Nation. So I appreciate you guys as well as go ahead and check out the Patreon link in the description below. When you click on that link, you get to go to this page right here. Um, there's three tiers that you can pledge to, um, support this channel with, but you don't just support this channel and help it grow. Um, you get perks along the way and you get entered into some cool giveaways, no matter what level you're on, you're going to be entered into some giveaways that we do on this channel. So just another shout out to my Patreon members, uh, shout out to Frenchie Betts, um, Patreon member, appreciate you for, for supporting this channel. Okay, guys. So back to the draft. All right, Harrison, you have the honors here for Spurs Nation. You're representing a whole global economy here. <laughs> who who are we taking here with the number two with the number twelve pick? Tell me, Harrison. Who well, I tell you, I think we both need to do uh, our our picks for this one too, so they get both of us. Um, all right, all right. I people are gonna hate my pick because I I have my favorite guy in the draft similar to when I liked Sadiq Bay. Um, mm-hmm. And to me, one thing the Spurs always look at is fit with the team, need, promise, and a personality that fits. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy's one I've actually gotten to meet, so I know what his personality's like, and he just seems like such a Spurs player. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a bit of a reach given the mock drafts, but if I was the Spurs with these players, I would select Zaire Williams out of Stanford. Um, he just got his combine measurements in yesterday. He was listed at like six seven. Turns out he's like six eight and a half without shoes, six ten in shoes. Um, you know, this is a guy who his stats don't tell the whole story. Um, he didn't have a whole lot of you know, really good teammates to go to. Greg nailed the comparison right there. He's like a bigger DeAndre Hunter right now. He's a capable three-point shooter, uh, projects to be a high-level marksman. Guys that have scouted him that I know are saying he has potential to be the next Paul George. Uh, But at his uh, floor, he's DeAndre Hunter right now. Um, 
at 6'10", his ball handling skills are what's, you know, getting him up there. Very good ball handling. Uh, shoots it moving left and right. Very nice jumper. He's going to have to add some muscle to his game. He's very young. Uh, but I love so much about his game. Pack on a little bit of muscle, and I think you've got a star in the making at number 12. There's two guys, Harrison, that I've been undervaluing in this draft. And the first one went just to pick a go, Kai Jones. I, I think I've been looking at him a little bit more, and I'm starting to see exactly why um, his upside might be able to take him up a few spots in this draft. And let me tell you what, the second guy is, you are exactly right, is Zaire Williams. Um, if we're if we're going to do kind of like what we did last year and, and take the best fit, like you said, and best player available, those two things together – if this is what the board looks like right here of, of the top players we have left, I think you're absolutely right, man. This guy right here can turn into an offensive juggernaut, man. He is so good at getting to his spots and he's a shooter, bro. Like he's, he's a scorer like Zaire Williams can score the ball. I mean, he's looking to, every time he catches it. I think the first thing he does is look to get the shot off. If it's like on the wing, if it's in the short corner, if it's in transition, man, he's 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 saucy with it, and and he has great balance and can pull up, man, and get his shot off all the time, man. So, um, I honestly, right I, after this has only been over the past two days, I would take him over Usman Garuba, Easy. right? Because because he's because Usman is probably the next guy after Zaire Williams at this point who I would consider adding to this club. I've been very vocal. We don't need to draft shooting. We need to go out and pay for shooting in free agency. We don't need to play around with, is Kispert going to be able to transfer to the league? We need guys that we know that can already stroke it. Um, and then, you know, if these are the rest of the guys right here, it's it's almost a no-brainer um, that Zaire Williams has the most upside. So I, I agree 100% with you right now at this point. Um, and the Spurs selecting Zaire Williams, I'm all about it. Spurs Nation, let me know what you think in the description, in the chat below, if you're watching this live or post live. Um, let me know if you're cool with this pick, or would you have anyone else that is on this board right now? All right, so we're going to go ahead and keep it moving with the number 13th pick. I think if, you know, like the if the rumors are true and, you know, Indiana is going to look to – tear it down and they're looking to ship off Sabonis, maybe Turner. And, and I don't know what, what else their what their plans are. They don't, that's another team without a coach. Let's talk about it, man. Okay. Houston's got a coach. Detroit's got a coach. All right. Cleveland. They're good. Toronto. They're good. The magic don't have a coach. New Orleans doesn't have a coach. Um, Indiana doesn't have a coach. Is that it? Right. I mean, Luke Walton, I, I assume he's going to be back with the Kings. Yeah, you would think. <laughs> you never know, though, right? You never know. I think the coach that they have for OKC did a great job this year. I think the plan continues. I think they stay the course. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway, so I think they look to replace their Sabonis with another big man that has the potential to be Sabonis maybe down the line. Um, Alperin Shangun. What do you think? I like got- that. I was I was between him and Corey Kispert. Um mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we talk about maybe Miles Turner being gone, too. I mean, that's a good defensive anchor to have him there. Uh, the only thing about Shangun is he's just so unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know if we're going to get that 18-8 and eight from him that we see him averaging uh, overseas or if he's mm-hmm. not going to pan out as well. Uh, but you get the idea he can be productive. Me, personally, I don't know if I'd select him mm-hmm. that high, but I can't be mad at the Pacers going after that. Um 13 is a tough spot in this draft, but I think if you come away with him, you're not mad at all. Mm -hmm. I agree. All right. So we took Davion Mitchell at number seven for Golden State. Now, if they're looking to add another piece to this puzzle, I think Golden State has a pretty good grip on adding players that can also be part of the future plans and that can help the team win right now. So if these are the next top four guys. Now there's a couple other guys out there that are climbing the ranks in my, on my board. Um, Jalen, the dude from Duke, what's his name? Jalen Jalen Johnson Johnson. I, I think he's very raw, but I think he has lottery potential. If like, 
you know, I feel like he's probably going to have a great attitude about him and like teams are just going to love him and stuff like that for, for those reasons. So, but he's not on this board right now. So out of these four guys, Harrison, to finish out the lottery, to pair with Davion Mitchell to the, again, these guys are going to be coming in to trying to win a championship next season. Who's going to help them do that out of these four dudes? Well, I mean, obviously what Golden State needs right now is a backup small forward. Uh, mm-hmm. Now they've got Davion Mitchell in our draft. They have uh, Juan Toscano-Anderson. They've still got Kevon Looney there. Um, I think there's two guys that stick out to me in this one. I'm going to take the one that I think has higher upside uh, mm-hmm. along with his skill set. So I take Franz Wagner if I'm Golden oh. State. Corey Kispert's a proven shooter, but, I, I mean, Wagner, his game kind of reminds me of Nemanja Bialica. Um, mm-hmm. He used to play with the Kings, and I'll be honest, Miami. I don't know where he is now. He was in Miami. Uh, but he's kind of that combo small forward, power forward that they like that can shoot, mm-hmm. uh, defend, and most importantly, play off ball so that Steph Curry can do what he wants and so Davion Mitchell can do what he wants. You know what? I, I don't I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. He can shoot it. He moves, like you said, well without the ball. He's a great system <laughs> fit. And I think it's an evil Maddie. <laughs> he does look like Maddie. He looks like Matt. Evil Matty. Let's see. Michigan Matty. Michigan Matty. Here we go. Let's see. Hey. Yeah, it does look a little bit like Matty. He's got that little soul patch <laughs> thing going on here. All right. Okay. So, everyone, our mock draft 1.0, of course, things might change in the future. You know, you never know. But let's go ahead and take a look here. All right. So, let's go back to the beginning. All right. With the number one pick. Easy money, Detroit Pistons, Cade Cunningham. Number two, Harrison. Who did the Ross? Who did the Houston Rockets select? Evan Mobley, baby. Evan Mobley, no brainer. Number three, Cleveland goes to again a follow the trend of three and D to surround their two guards that they have in house and Sexton and Garland at number three. Number four. Number four, head over to Toronto, picks up a uh, big scorer, Jalen Green. They're not going to have a problem scoring the basketball in the oh. near future. Good good thing for Toronto there. Good pick. Um, the first of two selections for the Orlando Magic at number five. They take best talent available, and that's Jalen Suggs. They forget about fit and whatever they have on the roster right now and say, hey, this guy, he might be that dude. So they go ahead and take him at number five. Number six. Number six, uh, OKC needs a small forward. They need somebody for Shea to throw the ball to. And that's Kaminga, big athletic guy out of the G League. I love it. All right, here we go. Number seven, Golden State takes a ready now, strong, fast, quick player that can come off the bench and produce for them day one in Davion Mitchell. Number eight. Number eight, Orlando gets its shooting guard small forward to pair with Suggs. Defense scoring wonder Moses Moody out of Arkansas. Hey, man, he's he's like my number one A, number one B guy for the Spurs this year. I love Moses. Moody. Oh yeah. Sadly, I, I don't think he'll be there at 12, but I, no. I would not be mad at all. Ended up with him. Hey, what if, what if the Spurs make like a trade and yeah, I'd, I'd take it <laughs> and, and take it and take like one of Orlando's picks or maybe one of golden state's pick. Um, if, if the Spurs can move up, um, I don't mind them sna- snagging Moses Moody. Um, all right. So the Sacramento Kings, they're going to make two years of smart decisions in the draft which is unheard of for them. Last year, they took a no-brainer and obviously one of the better rookies in the league in Tyrese Halliburton. This year, they're going to take another guy with crazy athleticism. Harrison just dropped the knowledge on us that today he hit a 48-inch vertical. That's nuts. Um, So they're going to take probably one of the best two-way guys in the draft um, and add him to that roster at number nine and number 10. Number 10, the Pelicans get a backup playmaker if Lonzo leaves, somebody who can get Zion and Brandon Ingram the ball. So they take Josh Giddy out of Australia. I think he'll thrive in that situation. That's a good pick for him, good landing spot. The Hornets at number 11 at another athletic, high potential, high octane, upset, upside kind of guy in Kai Jones out of Texas. Another Spurs favorite out there. I wouldn't be mad if he falls to us at 12. Either I think he can really bring something to the table with these young guys, um, and and he can shoot he can shoot the ball and he's super athletic so I like it for Charlotte I like it for us too. Number twelve, the San Antonio Spurs. 
Number 12, the Spurs take probably the biggest sleeper in this draft, uh, Zaire Williams out of Stanford. They did it again. (laughs) The Spurs did it again. They drafted probably the most underrated sleeper pick in the draft. It's what we do here in San Antonio. And this guy has the potential to be a lethal scorer in this league. Um, Number 13 in the draft, the Pacers tried to – add to their skilled bigs with Alperin Shangun and the rumor is there's a teardown and that's what I'm basing this pick off of um they don't have a coach right now their all-stars are, are you know uh their best players I don't think we're that happy there um Brogdon Doug McDermott a lot of these veterans that are there on the team I don't know if they're down for the ride next year. I think Indiana got to go ahead and look towards the future here with Alfred Shangun and not a guy that can just contribute now. Um, and Harrison, Golden State, number 14. 14th. The Warriors get some backup shooting, uh, size, and defense out of evil Michigan Maddie Franz Wagner. <laughs> That's right. And there you go, everybody. That is the 1.0 version of the 2021 NBA mock draft. Um, the combine is going on as we speak all this week, I believe. Um, so stay tuned for that. I mean, try to keep your ear to the ground. Now, guys that didn't make the lottery right now, Corey Crispert, who's probably one of the better shooters in this draft, uh, Usman Garuba, and James Booknight, who's like a little microwave oven of offense, man. This guy can handle. He has some sauce to him, and he can score the ball. Um, so three great players. These three guys can fall anywhere, I think, between like eight and 14 as well. I think it comes down to preference and what the team wants. Um, but this is the way it all shakes down here on Spurs Film Room tonight. Thank you guys for hanging out. Make sure to uh, smash that like button if you like this episode. Um, chant Go Spurs Go when you do. All right, one more quick break and we'll be right back. When you become when you become a Patreon member for this channel, you get entered in giveaways. This giveaway that we have going up right now ends August 7th. All the Patreon members are going to be entered to win a original Spurs painting. And as soon as I get that painting, I'm going to go ahead and post it up here. Uh, he's going to do a couple videos for me, a time-lapse video and some stuff. He's going to help me promote it to you guys for our Patreon members. So just shout out. The link is in the in the description below. It'll take you to this page right here. You get some perks to the channel as well. This channel is going to be forever growing with Spurs Nation, my international friends of Spurs Nation. So thank you for all the appreciation that you guys. I, I appreciate you guys. So I thank you guys for all the love that you guys give the channel, first off. Thank you for watching, liking, subscribing, hitting that notification bell. Whatever you do to help this channel grow, um, it helps like the YouTube algorithm, like kickstart you know, the channel, it really does. So when you guys engage and click things like the like button and the no, the notification bell, it does something to YouTube. I don't know. And it lets other Spurs fans like you find content from me. And that's what it's all about, bringing this international group of Spurs Nation together at Spurs Film Room. More Film Room breakdowns coming in the future. I have um, two that I have in mind. I'm, you know, the whole way I used to get film kind of changed on me. So I have to figure out a new way to get film. But I'm definitely going to be doing some stuff this uh, this month. I'm going to do at least one film room breakdown with you guys where we're going to get on here. We're going to break down some Spurs basketball live. All right, so back to the episode. I want to give a shout-out to the podcast listeners as well if you're listening to this show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I appreciate you there. Make sure you to rate this podcast. Now, back to the show. Supposed to be having a all right, Harrison. The deed is done. The Spurs going home with Zaire Williams. I think that's a great, a great, um, a great fit. And I think him adding more scoring to the equation is not a bad thing, you know, more scoring to with Devin Vassell and Lonnie Walker. You know, those are the two I probably like threats on our team with the ball in their hands you know everyone else kind of needs to get to their spots and whatever very you know iffy 
uh, scoring the ball. But I like Zaire Williams, man. It's a good pick. Man, everybody says he's a project, but he's way more polished than he gets credit for. I, I think just a little bit of muscle is going to go a long way with him because the IQ is there. I mean, it's it's like Devin Vassell. We didn't see a whole lot from him this year, but we got high hopes for him. I think this is oh, the yeah. same kind of thing. Yeah, and he would he would come into the team, and I think he would it would take him a little while to earn his keep. But I mean, if he proves just like Devin Devin did that he's ready right now, he's gonna stay on this roster hopefully and not go to Austin too much because I think yeah. I think the Spurs are in that place right now where they need to get guys that are gonna like yes be here for the future, but we also want to get into the playoffs now. So the draft is you know the place for you to draft it to build for the future for agency is where I think you, where I think we're going to have to really step up this year. And we have the money to do it. I don't think we need to go spend it all on one guy or one or two big guys. I don't think we need to overpay Lori Markinen or John Collins. I think we need to go out and pay for what we need on this team. And that's like shooting, maybe a backup big, um, Gorgie Jang, maybe, maybe not. Um, you know, some attitude, some swagger to this team, some shooting for sure, though. I wouldn't mind going and spend on three shooters. Like, if that's all we added yeah. this year, <laughs> we're just like three shooters, like Doug McDermott, Tor- uh, Tory Craig, is that his name? Yeah. Right? Tory Craig, and like a Duncan Robinson or JJ Redick or a, um, uh, did I say Doug McDermott already? Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, this, uh, Danny Green, right? Like, there's a lot. I, I wouldn't even, you know, we talked Ooh, about take, this earlier. I'd take Danny Green back. That's, I, that's I, a whole other, <laughs> whole other thing. But I would love Danny Green. Bro, back. I would love Danny Green back, man, for real. Just to go and shoot the ball, bro. Shoot the ball. Um, get out and transition and run. So, anyways, um, that's what I would do. So, Harrison, thank you for hanging out with us tonight, man. It's been a lot of fun. Um, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you? Yeah. Um, Hit me up on Twitter at sa spurs talk twenty one. Um, I have a YouTube channel that I've kind of neglected the past months because I've been working on stuff for OOC. Um, go check out. I wrote and edited together a video yesterday on the case for trading for Ben Simmons. Tomorrow I'm hoping to get one out on the case against trading for Ben Simmons. Um, I'm trying to trigger as many people as I can in the process. So uh, <laughs> go uh, go get pissed. <laughs> um, <laughs> go, go watch it. <laughs> Oh man, and that's on our 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 collaborative YouTube channel between Harrison, myself, and a couple other guys. Um, order on the court, just look it up. You'll find it. OOC Spurs. You'll find our content for sure. Um, so thank you for for joining us, Harrison. Really appreciate it. Um, and we'll have to do this again. I think the next time we're gonna link up on OOC is two weeks from now. I think we got an OOC live on a Tuesday. Yep. And then a, a watch party for the draft. So. So we'll see how this all shakes down uh, when we get together then. But thanks, man. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. All right. Go Spurs Go, everybody. Thank you, my international friends, for hanging out. Smash that like button if you chant Go Spurs Go. Make sure that you go ahead and um, hit that notification bell so you get notified when we go live on this show. Really appreciate all the love. Go Spurs Go. I'll catch you guys on the flip side on the next one. Hey, isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta? Watch this.